Welcome to the 1662 Podcast. My name is Pastor Mark O'Neill. I am an ordained elder within the United Methodist Church, currently serving at Mount Olivet Methodist Church in Manio, North Carolina. On this podcast each day, you will find morning and evening prayers using the liturgy found in the 1662 Book of Common Prayer. I thank you for joining us, and I pray that this will be a blessing to you. This is morning prayer for February 15th. The order for morning prayer can be found on page one of the Book of Common Prayer. When the wicked man turneth away from his wickedness that he hath committed, and doeth that which is lawful and right, he shall save his soul alive. Dearly beloved brethren, the Scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with a humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we most chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore, I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice unto the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins, He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is the Lord our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The appointed Psalter readings for this morning can be found on page 458 of the Book of Common Prayer. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Yea, unto thee do we give thanks. Thy name also is so nigh, and that do thy wondrous works declare. When I receive the congregation, I shall judge according unto right. The earth is weak, and all the inhabitants thereof. I bear up the pillars of it. I said unto the fools, Deal not so madly, and to the ungodly, Set not up your horn. Set not up your horn on high, and speak not with a stiff neck. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor yet from the south. And why? God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full mixed, and he poureth out of the same. As for the dregs thereof, all the ungodly of the earth shall drink them and suck them out. But I will talk of the God of Jacob and praise him forever. All the horns of the ungodly also will I break, and the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. At Salem is his tabernacle and his dwelling in Sion. There break he the arrows of the bow, the shield, the sword, and the battle. Thou art of more honor and might than the hills of the robbers. The proud are robbed. They have slept their sleep. And all the men whose hands were mighty have found nothing. At thy rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and horse are fallen. Thou, even thou, art to be feared, and who may stand in thy sight when thou art angry? Thou didst cause thy judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth trembled and was still. When God arose to judgment and to help all the meek upon the earth, the fierceness of man shall turn to thy praise, and the fierceness of them shalt thou refrain. Promise unto the Lord your God and keep it, all ye that are round about him. Bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. He shall refrain the spirit of princes, and is wonderful among the kings of the earth. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, 
is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I will cry unto God with my voice. Even unto God will I cry with my voice, and he shall hearken unto me. In the time of my trouble I sought the Lord. My soul ran and ceased not in the night season. My soul refused comfort. When I am in heaviness, I will think upon God. When my heart is vexed, I will complain. Thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so feeble that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old and the years that are past. I call to remembrance my song, and in the night I commune with mine own heart and search out my spirit. Will the Lord absent himself forever, and will he be no more entreated? Is his mercy clean gone forever, and is his promise come utterly to an end forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious, and will he shut up his loving kindness in displeasure? And I said, It is mine own infirmity, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most Highest. I will remember the works of the Lord, and call to mind thy wonders of old time. I will think also of all thy works, and my talking shall be of thy doings. By way, O God, is holy. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art the God that doeth wonders, and hast declared thy power among the peoples. Thou hast mightily delivered thy people, even the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw thee, O God, the waters saw thee and were afraid. The depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water, the air thundered, and thine arrows went abroad. The voice of thy thunder was heard round about. The lightnings shone upon the ground. The earth was moved and shook withal. Thy way is in the sea, and thy paths in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. Thou ledest thy people like sheep by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first reading this morning comes from the Old Testament book of Numbers, and it is the 16th chapter. Now Korah, son of Izhar, son of Kohath, son of Levi, along with Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, and On, son of Peleth, descendants of Reuben, took 250 Israelite men, leaders of the congregation, chosen from the assembly, well-known men, and they confronted Moses. They assembled against Moses and against Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. All the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. So why do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? When Moses heard it, he fell on his face. Then he said to Korah and all his company, In the morning the Lord will make known who is his and who is holy and who will be allowed to approach him. The one whom he will choose he will allow to approach him. Do this. Take censers, Korah and all your company, and tomorrow put fire in them and lay incense on them before the Lord. And the man whom the Lord chooses shall be the holy one. You Levites have gone too far. Then Moses said to Korah, Hear now, you Levites, is it too little for you that the God of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to allow you to approach him in order to perform the duties of the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the congregation and serve them? He has allowed you to approach him and all your brother Levites with you, yet you seek the priesthood as well. Therefore you and all your company have gathered together against the Lord. What is Aaron that you rail against him? Moses sent for Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab, but they said, We will not come. 
Is it too little that you have brought us up out of a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, that you must also lord it over us? It is clear you have not brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey or giving us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Would you put out the eyes of these men? We will not come. Moses was very angry and said to the Lord, Pay no attention to their offering. I have, taken, I have not taken one donkey from them, and I have not harmed any one of them. And Moses said to Korah, As for you and all your company, be present tomorrow before the Lord, you and they and Aaron. I let each one of you take his censer and put incense on it, and each one of you present his censer before the Lord, 250 censers, you also, and Aaron, each, of his, each his censer. <clears throat> so each man took his censer, and they put fire in the censers and laid incense on them. And they stood at the entrance of the tent of meeting with Moses and Aaron. Then Korah assembled the whole congregation against them at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole congregation. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from this congregation, so that I may consume them in a moment. They fell on their faces and said, O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one person sin and you become angry with the whole congregation? And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the congregation, Get away from the dwellings of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. So Moses got up and went to Dathan and Abiram. The elders of Israel followed him. He said to the congregation, Turn away from the tents of these wicked men and touch nothing of theirs, or you will be swept away for all their sins. So they got away from the dwellings of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And Dathan and Abiram came out and stood at the entrance of their tents, together with their wives, their children, and their little ones. And Moses said, This is how you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works. It has not been of my own accord. If these people die a natural death, or if a natural fate comes on them, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord creates something new, and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them up with all that belongs to them, and they go down alive into Sheol, then you shall know that these men have despised the Lord. As soon as he finished speaking all these words, the ground under them was split apart. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up, along with their households, everyone who belonged to Korah and all their goods. So they, with all that belonged to them, went down alive into Sheol. The earth closed over them, and they perished from the midst of the assembly. All Israel around them fled at their outcry, for they said, The earth will swallow us too. And fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men offering the incense. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, to take the censers out of the blaze, then scatter the fire far and wide. For the censers of these sinners have become holy at the cost of their lives. Make them into hammered plates as a covering for the altar, for they presented them before the Lord, and they became holy. Thus they shall be assigned to the Israelites. So Eleazar, the priest, took the bronze censers that had been presented by those who were burned, and they were hammered out as a covering for the altar. A reminder to the Israelites that no outsider, who is not of the descendants of Aaron, shall approach to offer incense before the Lord, so as not to become like Korah and his company, just as the Lord had said to him through Moses. On the next day, however, the whole congregation of the Israelites rebelled against Moses and against Aaron, saying, You have killed the people of the Lord. And when the congregation had assembled against them, Moses and Aaron turned toward the tent of meeting. The cloud had covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Get away from this congregation, so that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces. 
Moses said to Aaron, Take your censer, put fire on it from the altar, and lay incense on it, and carry it quickly to the congregation and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord, the plague has begun. So Aaron took it as Moses had ordered and ran into the middle of the assembly where the people had already begun, where the plague had already begun among the people. He put on the incense and made atonement for the people. He stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stopped. Those who died by the plague were 14,700, besides those who died in the affair of Korah. When the plague was stopped, Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Here ends our first reading. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine honorable, true, and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst not abhor the virgin's womb. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name, ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy lighten upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Our second reading for this morning comes from the Gospel of Mark, and it is the 15th chapter. As soon as it was morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes in the whole council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered him, You say so. Then the chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no further reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the festival he used to release a prisoner for them, anyone for whom they asked. Now a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered them, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priests had handed him over. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again, Then what do you want wish me to do with the man you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him. Pilate asked them, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify him. So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. 
Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him. And they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him out of his purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two bandits, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also taunted him. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, Listen, he is calling for Elijah. And someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom. Now when the centurion, who stood facing him, saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was God's son. There were also women looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the younger and of Joseph and Salome. These used to follow him and provided for him when he was in Galilee. And there were many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem. When evening had come, and since it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate wondered if he were already dead. And summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he had been dead for some time. When he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. Then Joseph brought or bought a linen cloth and, taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth, laid it in the tomb that had been rehewn out of the rock. He then rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph saw where the body was laid. Herein ends our second reading. The Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. He hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, 
in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon Thee. Endue Thy ministers with righteousness, and make Thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save Thy people, and bless Thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us but only Thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. The Colic for the Second Sunday Before Lent. O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything that we do, mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom stendeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. 
Amen. Here ends the order of morning prayer.